Hello, be beautiful. Welcome back to another episode of It's Time to Be You, the podcast that helps people pleasers take control and finally put themselves first. I'm your host, Ariel Von Bretter, a recovering people pleaser and certified life coach on a mission to help you drop the shoulds, embrace who you are, and live life on your terms. What do you do when you're living your dream life, have checked off all of the boxes, and you still feel unfulfilled and unhappy? Well, you get quiet. You stop listening to all of the noise around you about what you should be doing, and you start to lean into your inner knowing. Mia Moran joins us today to share her story on how she made a decision to change and everything started to fall into place. In this episode, you will see how opportunities start to line up for you when you're open and ready to them, even if you can't fathom how it makes sense for your life. You will also learn about the flow planning method small ways to improve your health and well-being on your schedule, and how to live life with more ease. Get ready to see how you can do hard things without feeling so overwhelmed. Enjoy! Mia, thank you so much for joining me today. Will you just tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are? Sure. I am an entrepreneur like by nature. So I have been pretty much working for myself except for one job after college. Um, but yeah, I started off as a graphic designer and um, built a studio in my late 20s, early 30s and had my three kids at that point. Yeah. And had created this sort of what I thought was amazing. Like I had checked off all the boxes kind of life, right? Like, so I had like yeah. this whole list of boxes that I was trying to check off. And I found myself with three kids under the age of five, I think at that point. Oh, wow. <laughs> having this successful company, I actually married and I'm still happily married to somebody who I met in high school. Like, I just felt like I had done like, all the big things. Right. I was like, that's like the dream. <laughs> yeah. Except I just remember this day at work where, you know, I was literally living the dream. Like I had figured out how to like break up my, like I had, I was working different hours than I imagined one would have to work, you know, to make a full-time income. And so I just remember this day that it was like a little bit before three. And I was thinking about going home and how lucky I was that I could like go home early and be with my kids. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking out across at all these coffee cups that had stacked up over the course of the day. Yeah. And I just remember thinking like, how, first of all, could I have gotten this many cups of coffee? And also how could I be so freaking tired? Because I thought the caffeine was supposed to give me energy. Right. And I kind of had this moment that just kept unfolding over the course of a, a little bit where I was like, whoa, like yes, I've checked off all the boxes and I'm really scared to admit it because like, I feel so lucky, mm -hmm. but I'm not quite happy <laughs> and yeah. it's not quite working out. And so that led me on this whole health journey. Cause one of the things that had happened was I had gained a bunch of weight in my three pregnancies mm -hmm. and this health journey led me into my next entrepreneurial journey. Um, so I, so I basically like got healthy. This is like the super truncated version, but we can dive deep into wherever you want to go. But yeah, um, I got healthy. It led me to write a book about food and family. I took my three kids out of school for a year and we went on a road trip on this book tour because the book became a bestseller. And then I, um, I really got passionate about how we spend our time as women yeah. um, and how we look at it because I wanted 
to like help others not feel like they always need to check off all the boxes and really lean into what it is that they want most. So that's the short version of my story. So I've been doing that for, I don't know, I think it's been seven or eight years since I wrote the book and here we are. Yeah. That's awesome. So to kind of go back a little bit, like when you realized that, you know, you had checked all these boxes, but you still like weren't happy. And I think like, that's how a lot of us are. We um, chase after a lot of things that, you know, either that we were wanting or we felt like we should be doing and we check it off, but then we still feel like something is missing. What was it that was like missing for you? Well, for sure, my health. So I had sacrificed, I feel like I had sacrificed a lot of me in Mm. order to make those things happen. Um, And so I wasn't connected with like exactly who I wanted to show up as like in my body, but also just like in my energy. Right. Like, so I feel like I had sacrificed a lot about me to make all these other things happen that I thought, you know, I needed to happen in a certain way, basically. Um, And yeah, so I I feel like that was the big one. Like it was really like I had lost myself in, in all these other things. Yeah. And I I think that's huge of like, especially like here, like, you know, a lot of us are people pleasers and we like, don't really know who we are. And, and then when it is like, when you have a family, you put everyone else first and then it's kind of like you lose yourself. And then, so for you, you kind of got back to yourself, like through like your health journey. So like, what were kind of some of the first things that you did or the first things that you kind of recommend people to do in there? Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing I did, and it really was by necessity, because I would say like in that moment, like, you know, something had to give. So I hope that not all of us have to get to this point by necessity. Right. (laughs) Um, The first thing I did and why I'm so passionate right now about planning and we can get more into what that looks like later. But, um, the first thing I really did was decide, like I decided that something needed to change. Like I decided that something wasn't right. So it really was like, and, and I decided I was ready to make a shift. So I didn't know what that was. I didn't like much less how I would do it. Like, I don't even think I knew what, I just knew that something was going to change. And that allowed me to sort of like let in a sequence of events that I don't think like I would have let in before, because technically a lot of them were like right there, but Mm -hmm. I didn't see them. Right. So I I literally started by, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to yoga today instead of going home. So I went to yoga and I'm totally an introvert. So I'm not the type of person who would like introduce myself to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I went to this class and I loved it and I loved the teacher. So I found myself introducing myself to her at the end of the class in the most awkward way. <laughs> and, um, somehow I told her that I'd had this epiphany. Like, I don't even know, like literally this is so out of character, but I had just decided. So I was doing it and yeah. we got this conversation and I told her I designed websites. And so by the end of it, she was offering to help me with my health and I was offering to help her with her website. And it was just sort of like the next step, but I I couldn't have like, I couldn't have like known that it would lead to like business and my health. I just knew that I had to go to yoga. And then I knew I had to introduce myself to her. And then when she told me how to eat, I like knew I needed to figure that out. And I can tell you that I was not a cook. Like the fact that I wrote a cookbook is kind of humorous. Like (laughs) it's like not my nature. So, but I was like, yeah, I can do this. And so then I sort of figured out how, and I 
I laugh a lot with people because in order, like, I think we should always make any change. It comes from that conviction, but we should always make it doable for us in that moment. Yeah. And so in order to make changing my food doable, I literally ate the same five things for, I think like five months, Yeah, like all I could do. I had three little kids, whatever. So I ate the same things. And then when I got sick of it, it was like, oh, like I, I feel like so, so much changed when I changed how I ate that I didn't even yeah. I couldn't have anticipated. So I did start shedding all the weight that I had gained, but mm-hmm. also I was taking medicine for allergies. I never had an allergy after that. Wow. I was taking a lot of antibiotics for ear infections, like twice a year. I haven't taken one since. So a lot changed in my health very quickly. Like energetically, I felt different psychologically. I was like, wow, I feel like really good and light. So a lot was shifting. So I was sold on sort of that what I was eating could affect all those things. Mm -hmm. And then I got sick of it. And so then I, one day I just Googled, like, you know, at the time I had decided to, I was eating a lot of raw veggies and I would had taken gluten and dairy out. So I basically was like Googling how to learn how to cook. (laughs) Yeah. Ended up finding this cooking class that was like, a mile away from my house. And it was on mm-hmm. Saturday. I was like Googling on a Wednesday. Yeah. And I went to someone's house. She's become a dear friend of mine. And I would have met her anyway, maybe because she has mutual friends. Like we have mutual friends. Yeah. But it was the last cooking class she ever taught. Like she shifted what she did after that. So I'm oh, like, wow, you kind of can't make those things, you know, like, it's just yeah. like, it's just unfold. So it was really about deciding and then yeah. just taking the next logical step, which you know, sometimes was the next day and sometimes was four months later. Right. Well, I love that, that it is like, you just made a decision and then kind of leaned into those like small steps as you kind of felt little like nudges to like, you know, introduce yourself at the yoga class and like take the cooking class and how everything has just kind of like unfolded and been like a ripple effect from there. So was, was your first book that you wrote, was that the cookbook? Yeah, it was called Plan Simple Meals. And it was kind of a compilation of cookbook, parenting book. I mean, it still is, it still exists. Um, Because what happened was, so I, you know, as you know, I I was a designer. Mm -hmm. And at the time of this, like Instagram, Pinterest, like none of that existed. Yeah. Obviously, people had websites, but like, they weren't easy to make like they are easier now, like, you know, all the sort of like drag and drop website things, like none of that existed. So actually in our company, we were helping people, like we were building like the equivalent of WordPress so that people could update their own sites. Cause at the time people had to pay thousands of dollars for somebody to go in and like update their about page. Right. Uh, So I was, so I had this in mind. So as I was changing my food and sort of getting this bug of like, oh my gosh, I want everybody to know this. Yeah. The first thing that came to head, like to my mind was I'll make a magazine. And mm-hmm. so I started interviewing all these, quite frankly, like older men, because they were the ones who would like take my conversations and the ones <laughs> who I was finding on the internet. And what struck me was I learned a lot about food in these conversations and I was able to make these articles, but I kept asking because I was so in the, in the, in the thick of parenting, I would always mm-hmm. ask them if they were a dad and you know how their kids ate and pretty much like across the board, everyone's kids were older and no one was eating well. Mm. So that got me like, how could you have this like guru health parent and not these healthy kids if we know that it, so that caused me to like really look into parenting and you know what that looks like. So the book ended up being this compilation of like 
I got to design something. I had all this information mm -hmm. about health and I wanted to really help parents um, create a journey that would be sustainable for their family, you know? So it was right. really much for people who are balancing, you know, motherhood and lots of things and yeah, really eat in this, this food area. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And I love how like right now, I know that you're really on kind of like a, a mission to empower a million moms feel like a deep sense of like balance and ease. So I kind of want to like learn a little bit more yeah. about like, what does that mean for you? And what yeah. does that look like? So what happened was I wrote this book and again, this is like the same thing happening over and over again. Right. It's just like, I had this like knowing, I like that I wanted to do this. It made no sense. It felt really hard, but somehow mm -hmm. like one thing led to another. Actually, I'm super dyslexic. Mm -hmm. um, and so like writing is not my thing. And even when I was doing a blog or a magazine, um, it was kind of an expensive hobby because I immediately found somebody to help me write yeah. and I wasn't selling anything. So it was, you know, like not, didn't make sense. So the fact that I would even want to write a book didn't make sense, but yeah. <laughs> so I, I, in the process, I, I broke my arm skating with a kid. And so I literally like couldn't write and at, with a broken arm, staring at my computer, all of a sudden this email came in that was about somebody who you could like dictate your book. Mm -hmm. Um, and they would help you write it. And I was like, oh my God, that was so I need that. <laughs> I need that. So I like ran a Kickstarter, like got the funds, like figured it out. So so I just like realized that I kept coming over these like huge obstacles. So I'm I'm out, right? I, I've written this book. I'm on this book tour with my three kids. And I for for whatever reason, I live on the east coast of the US. And mm -hmm. for some reason I thought I had to go to the West Coast to like find the people. I don't know where this thought came from, but this was my thought. Yeah. So we like sort of beelined it to Colorado and then like we're all around California and stuff. So I'd be in Cal California and I'd just be like, I'd be thinking I'd be looking out at this sea of people who like you could tell wanted to stop eating like Wendy's and McDonald's. And I was going to share about kale. And I yeah. pretty much <laughs> looking out at this sea of women who know exactly what they were supposed to do because in California, they've been doing it since the seventies, right? Like right, there's yeah. all kale. There's all like they grow it there. And so I was like, wait, what am I doing here? Like, what is happening? Yeah. And so I started really talking like, but everybody still wanted advice. Like everybody still wasn't making it happen. And yeah. so somehow like in the midst of this tour, I was like, oh, like the issue is less, like there's always going to be people who care more, know more about the food piece than me. And mm -hmm. my guess is it's going to ch keep changing like that. That will always be evolving because that seems to be what happens in our world. And, and right. Because, right? you know, think of all the like diets that come out. Um, but but still, we're not making time. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like, why aren't we making time for something we think yeah. is enough that we're like landing at a talk while, you know, our kids are playing baseball or whatever. So yeah. So I, I ended up really like going back and being like, okay, so what did I actually do with time when I changed my food? What did I do with time when I decided to write this book? What did I do yeah. with time when I decided to take my kids out of school for a year, which I was like least likely to homeschool children. So <laughs> I'm just like, like, how did you create this life? All of your things are like, I was not meant to do that, but it happened. I know. I know. So, so I really started looking at like, how, like how, you know, how, how was I looking at time in a way that sort of made this happen. Cause at the same time I was like, it was like, I was doing really hard things, but as I was doing hard things, I, it was feeling, I was feeling more and more balanced, like in balance. Like I felt really out of balance that day of the seven coffee cups. Right. And, 
in a sense that day things were technically easier on the outside like I had a lot of support with my kids like like a, a lot of stuff was easier and um, partly because I just didn't know what I didn't know right um, but as I started doing more and more things I started feeling more balanced and more at ease and so I started unpacking like what that was and a lot of it was just that I was actually listening to myself mm-hmm. instead of like all the noise that was around me and what I was supposed to do which I can tell you, like, I now have teens, you know, when I first started this, they were all under five and yeah. I have three and it's gotten, it's amazing how noisy it's gotten, right? Like now with yeah. all the social media, like there's so much input we're getting of how we should be doing everything that we're doing. Right. And so the balance really came from just like coming from my, like the inside, like from getting quiet enough that I could actually hear what I needed to do and what my family needed. Yeah. Um, And no matter how hard that was, it always felt better than anything I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. And how, how do you take the time to like get quiet and find out what you actually need and what your family needs rather than everything else that's out there? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a little circular, right? Cause it's kind of like, it's kind of like you, you need to make the time for the quiet, which can be kind of nerve wracking at first. Cause it it can be hard. Like you can, know if if you are quiet you could like get this knowing that you know your kid is not being served or that you need to change careers or that like you're meant to go eat differently like whatever like you can learn big things and change for whatever reason as humans like it doesn't always feel safe right um, yeah you know because we're we're still wired in the way that we were many a long time ago when we, when there was lions chasing us right like, yeah like, it's like we're tigers. so, so we're still like, like we're, afraid of the unnoon and what, yeah so what we're still afraid of the unknown so it can feel scary but as you start like slowly leaning into that and you start like matching up with what like what's right for you and making space for that right so like little by little like it might start off with like you know, I want to change the fact that I I yell or that I get frustrated easily. So the change just might be that you like, when somebody tells you something you don't want to hear, or when a kid is arguing with you, you just like take three deep breaths. Right. And you're yeah. like just switching your attitude. And then what comes out of your mouth is like literally different. And so right. that is an example of like, I've taken time to be quiet mm-hmm. and now I'm going to proceed differently. And then it can look bigger, right? You can take longer bits of quiet and sort of, you know, a lot of times in my programs, we'll take 90 minutes to write on what we want life to look like five or 10 years from now, right? And so that's Mm -hmm. a longer bit of quiet. And then you're sort of sitting with what does that look like? What what does that feel like? Um, And making choices from there. So, you know, you can do little bits and you can test this out in like three breaths. You can test it out by writing all about your future self. Um, and then you, you, you start making more space for that because it starts to feel good. Um, and especially when you start making space to fulfill what comes up, then you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I love that. It can be as simple as like, you know, a couple of deep breaths, or you can really spend time like visualizing and creating like what your future wants to look like but I really like that you bring up the fact that like getting quiet can be hard of like what's going to come up and that like you know the change might be scary but then again just taking like those like small steps to to get there and make it happen yeah 
Yeah. And so like, I know you have like your flow planning method. What, what does that look like? Yeah. So it it literally, I mean, it starts with what I just said. So it looks like we're actually giving ourselves space to dream a little bit like out, you know, from ourselves versus again, what's coming at, at us. So we're giving ourselves space to dream. Um, and then as we're dreaming, we're, we're getting what's in our head out of our head. So if anyone listening is a dreamer, you still might, you know, you're busy and life goes fast and there might still be a lot in your head. That's not yet on paper. And what I like to say about planning is all planning is, is a series of making choices just a little bit in advance. Mm -hmm. And so it's really hard to make choices when so much is swirling in our head. So we might have so much swirling about what's happening with a kid or with our relationship or growing our business. Right. So we have all these things swirling and then literally we can't decide what's for dinner. Right. right? Yeah. Which seems like it would be simple, but it's not simple because we have all these things swirling. So it's this combination of dreaming and getting that down, like getting a lot of that down, like continuously dumping the brain. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a lot of times how women quote unquote, like get everything out is we tend to write lists. It's like, that's yeah. a very thing to do. So it's like, yep. we take that list and then we look at it and it's like, okay, this thing isn't even in my control. So let's just like, it's out of my brain. It's on paper. Let's just like cross it off and just, it's not something that's in my control. Mm-hmm. Um, these things are in my control and I really want to do them. So now let's move them into time. When am I going to do them? So what happens is, you know, as we give ourselves more space to dream and we have these like ahas, you know, like I'm going to write a book or I really want to get healthy. Our, our, our brain is like, thinks that the, like, so the aha is the same as having done it. And so what happens is then the next day we get all hard on ourselves because we're like, wait, why haven't we done it? And so what we need is that pause to like, really get down. What does it mean to do it? Like we're, so we're getting it all out of our brain and onto paper. And then we have to like move it into time. So great. You want to get healthy. Like week one, maybe you find a person to help you week or or a plan or a way of eating, you know, and Mm -hmm. week two, you get good at going to the grocery store, you know, week three, you, you commit to three dinners, you know, so like, you're like letting it unfold. And when you do that, um, and you're actually like getting it, you know, first into a list and then into time, you're, you're, you literally like are calmed down by just seeing that it's possible. Like, yes, it's possible brain. It's just human. And I live in time (laughs) and it takes 12 (laughs) weeks to get to the point that I want to get to. Yeah. Um, And then it's like, and then it's like the years sort of pass and we're like, where did the time go? But a lot of times when we can just get it down and see it, it's like, Oh, you know, usually things actually don't take, you know, things that we think are going to take all day, usually take a few hours. Things that we think are going to take years can usually be done in 90 days. So it's like, but it's just like our brain is creating drama around it. And so it's Mm -hmm. just like getting it down. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so right of like our brain just kind of like creates, like we see a big task. Like there's so, so many times where like I see something and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have to get this done and it's going to take so much time and I don't want to do it. And then it's like, I do it and it takes like 15 minutes. And I'm like, why did I make such a big deal around? Right. I know. (laughs) There's some big ones that we all do. Like, I feel like taxes are a big one that I, (laughs) we coach about for months leading up and leaning out of it. And then like people sit down and it's like, oh my God, that took a day. 
And mm -hmm. literally I lost sleep. Like I didn't do it. You know, eating can be the same way. Like there's so many ones that like just keep coming up and we have so much drama about them. Right. Exactly. And then I also really like how you, you know, said that the having those aha moments when our brain thinks it's done, but then we get upset when it's not actually done, but to then yeah. just like really plan it out. I think that's so right of like, you know, we want something to happen, but it's like, we need a plan for it and to like, actually like see how long it's like actually going to take. And like, and again, those like small steps of like, let me just like find someone or let me just make it to the grocery store and like get healthier things. So yeah, really that's, like and that. it's really subtle because, you know, when like planning in itself. So, and I'm like, I feel like we're in this time and we're like this needs to be reinvented in a more feminine way for women, like this whole idea of planning. So yeah. I think, especially if anyone's listening to this and they're like, I like want to be free. Like, I don't want to plan. <laughs> like, I don't like, that's not like, I, I have this whole life. Like I, I really want a life of freedom. Yeah. One of the things that I've, I've come to understand is that if you're planning from like that more intuitive place from what it is that you're really here to do, your soul really wants you to do. Um, and you, and you make that plan you're you're like it's like a gift from your from your your past your past self to your future self so you can like really be here it actually gives you a lot of power to just be here right now yeah but the way that a lot of us have been planning have been planning based on you know that that dream I had like all the things that I thought I was supposed to have and right. then it really does feel like a Jenga game right it feels like we're just trying to fit all the pieces but when you're really planning from this more centered, intuitive place, the point of planning is just to let your life unfold. It just gives you the structure to really <laughs> be here and be you, um, yeah. which is different than getting busy and putting all the things in. Like right. if it's really you, you you're not going to let yourself be busy because you're going to, you're going to create a balanced plan. You're going to give yourself that downtime. Um, yeah. You know, you intrinsically doesn't want to be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. That's the world. Right. Know? Yeah. I really like that of like being you is like, you're not going to be busy. And especially like, I think so much of us, we put all this other stuff on our plate that we think we should do, or people have like expectations on us. So I'm wondering if you have any kind of tips on like when people you know, are starting to plan for more of the things that are actually important to them, but they typically have like a bunch of other people's to-do lists on their to-do list. Like how can they like back away from that or get that kind of stuff off of their plate? Yeah. So, so the trick is, is, is to get everything eventually into time, but, but not starting there. So I find that when we start by looking at a calendar, it's very easy. Like that's not a very centered place for most of us, unless you really are like an Excel spreadsheet, if that's relaxing to you, but <laughs> usually that's not that relaxing. Usually those people like who are really wanting to be themselves, like are starting, you know, with like, they wake up from it, from a good night's sleep and they're like, Oh, this is what I want to do. Yeah. So, so the idea is that, you know, you're, you're letting yourself dream. You're having these ahas, you're writing them down, but then you do have to get them into time. So one way to sort of, um, start folding them in is just, just choose. I mean, start with one thing. Eventually in my programs, we're always looking at three things like, and we call them like they're three big rocks. So it's like, what are three things that you're going to do this week 
that are really leaning in to your future self, to who you're becoming, to who you want to be, right? Like just three things and you have to get them into time. You can't just decide, but just even starting to prioritize there. So a lot of us might already have like full work days in our schedule, right? Like you might right. be like, but me, like I already have a nine to five. My kid already is going to like little league. Like it already feels full. Well, yeah. great. Have that in there, but then decide, you know, I really just need 10. I, I just want to like get outside every day for 10 minutes or my soul is really wanting to figure out a meditation practice. So yeah. then you just like open the calendar and before, like, I'm not saying this takes the place of work, although sometimes you get creative and be like, okay, my lunch break now I'm going to eat a salad and because I want to get healthy and I'm going to mm -hmm. meditate for 10 minutes. Like, so I'm a lot of times when we're really wanting to um, be ourselves, we, we sometimes have to push like the, the going, we have to go against the grain a little bit, right? Like we have yeah. to go against status quo a little bit, but it's like opening your calendar for the week and finding the time for those three things, whether it's outside of the time that you already have allotted or mm -hmm. being creative about the time that is already allotted, but you have to, you have to agree with yourself that this is the time. And then, you know, as those three things or that one thing gets folded in, then you, you'll move on to the, the next week and you'll be like, oh, like, cool. Like I totally did that. Like I totally could find five minutes. So right. now I could spend half my lunch. And, and a lot of times what it means is we're dealing with the thing we want to add in, but mm -hmm. we're also have to look around that. So it's like, okay, like, how do I have to get better, have better boundaries? Like, and shut my computer at the end of the day, mm -hmm. or how do I have to let my kids know that mom just needs five minutes? Right. Or, you know, how do I, maybe I have to wake up a little bit earlier to like be alone because what I'm, I'm never alone. Yeah. Uh, or maybe I have to put a date night in the calendar because I'm not, not like one of the things that my heart is wanting is to connect with my spouse and that's never happening. Right. So it's going to be different for everybody, mm -hmm. but it's really about problem solving and then finding the time and really committing to that. And I love that we all have these phones because yeah. just go in, like, if you're not like if you don't already have a calendar system, you could decide the times and set an alarm and the yeah. alarm will say what it is that you're supposed to do. So it's like, I just want to remember to take three deep breaths every day at three. So just set an alarm for every day at three and, and, and it will say, take three deep breaths. Like, so yeah. I think a lot of times we make it really hard um, mm -hmm. because somehow hard, busy, overwhelmed almost seems like it's what we're supposed to be. And yeah. so this about like, how can I add in more balance, more ease, and just start to see how that feels and, and almost helps us be ourselves, right? So Great. how can I help myself be myself? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're definitely so wired to like, think that being busy and overwhelmed is like a badge of honor, like, oh, I'm so oh, busy. But like, yeah. no, it doesn't have to be that way at all. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. And it's, so we have a, a free course that anyone listening can take called from overwhelm to ease. Mm -hmm. And the whole beginning of it is really about learning your relationship with both. Because I, as I started working with people on this, I was like, oh, like not everybody actually wants ease or like, or not like everyone's brain isn't wired to think that ease is better or, you know, balance is better because we're, we're, we don't like change as humans. And right. so what, you know, so, and even if it, it is like what we want, like in our head, like somehow we're wired toward the other part. And right. so it's really interesting to sort of like start to understand 
what it is that you, what you even think about the idea of balance and ease, because a lot of us repel it yeah, uh, because we think that it's like, it's almost like better to have these other, like we'll look better to the outside world for these other things. Right. Oh, that's so interesting. And yeah, to just another reminder of like, we are all different and might see things differently. Cause that's the other thing of like, if, you know, ease isn't kind of like your natural thing that you would want, but then like, we're kind of like leaning towards like, oh, everything should be more like balanced and ease, but that's not really what you want. Yeah. So it's still like, you got to take into consideration. Well, like, none of our systems work. are, none of our systems are built for that. Right? right. So like all of our systems are made to make things harder. Yeah. Government, <laughs> Lucky our, schools, <laughs> our corporate structures, like it's all met, like none of it is like, none of us is meeting, none of that is meeting us in this way. So it's, it is a lot of like unpacking we have to do to to really even get what it is that we we think we want. But once you start right. doing it, it really, there is a snowball effect, but it is like, yeah. it is on us. Like one of the other things that like sort of why I do what I do right now is that I do think that we as individuals need to have, like, we need to take that first step. Like nobody can yeah. make us like, exactly. I can't make you want to get healthy. I can't make you want to feel more ease. Like you have to want that yourself. But yeah. one of the things that I think we've, where we've gotten off as a society is, but then once we decide we don't have to be all by ourselves. So yeah. somehow motherhood, like making, like tending to our houses, being an entrepreneur, like all these things, like somehow it also became this badge of honor to do it. Al- like we look, it's better if we do it alone. Cause sometimes it's easier, but not really. Right. Yeah. Um, and so we can find support. Like we can, we should find like accountability and support, whether it's a friend or, or whatever, once we've really decided and right. insider tip, yes. it's not usually the people in our household, or <laughs> even though they love us and they mean the best for us, like they want the best for us, like in their brains, yeah. they don't want us to suffer. And so mm-hmm. sometimes as we're going through change and it's, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like there is a little bit of unraveling as that happens. Yeah. You know? they don't want that for it. Like they don't always want that for us. So find the other people. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I was actually going to ask you like, you know, people who are starting to make these changes and maybe like through your own experience, like if they have kids or a spouse, like, I mean, you really have to decide to make these changes for yourself, but do you typically see it as, um, people, trying to get their whole family on board or just like the family kind of starts making the changes as well? Or, I mean, how do you, how do you balance that? Cause it is hard to make a change when you've got others could, that could hold you back or that you're worried about how it yeah. impacts their life. Yeah. So I'm a pretty firm believer in the, like, um, I, I feel like overused, um, but really helpful, put your oxygen mask on first model. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> So I know it sounds so cliche, but children for sure, I would say if your spouse is a, a guy for sure too, like, like everybody learns better by example, employees, yeah. learn better. Like everybody learns better by example. If you're saying something and you're not living it, it's hard for people to take you seriously, like no matter what right. situation you're in. And so I know it feels hard to do things for yourself if something's, you know, bad at home. I like, believe me, like that was kept being my story, but, um, but it's really powerful. And 
you, you like come at the change sort of more system, like when it, you're talking about your family system or your company system, like you can come to it differently once you've really at least started to step into the change. You don't have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. But like once you've sort of started to embody something, so you're, you're really starting to feel healthy, then it's easier to be like, Hey guys, like we're all going to get healthy. You know, yeah. like we're all going to, I want us all to feel this good. Like I've never felt this good. So now let's like empower Let's help each other get healthy or, you know, gosh, it's never felt this like decluttered around the house. So like, let's, how can we work together to make that happen? Right. right. So it's the same thing. It's we're, we're um, at work. It's like, oh my gosh, you all, I'm so efficient all of a sudden. Like I'm concentrating. I'm not letting meetings pull me out. Like, so work on that, get that under your belt. And then be like, you, you all like, let's do this. Like we could be, we could all be out of work by quarter to five, right? Like right, we could all yeah. take parties off. So I really think it is about stepping into it yourself, but not alone. Right. Yeah. So again, so it's like step into yourself, but like find accountability, find other people doing it and then bring it to your family, your work, your spouse. Um, yeah. It makes it much easier. And we can't control what other people do. So exactly. you might get healthy and your husband might never get healthy. Right. And, and from the place of I'm healthy and like I'm empowered, it's much easier to take that too. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's much easier to, to like from the place where we're really trying and we're trying to change and we don't understand why the person over here isn't trying to like, I feel like there's just much more conflict. Once we're really like in it, it's easier for us to accept that maybe not everybody is going to do exactly as we did and they might have their own paths. Right. Yeah. I really, I really like that approach to it of just really focusing on your own journey first. And then like, then once you're kind of seeing results, like being like, yeah, everybody like get on board if you want to, but you don't, yeah, it's yeah. not on me. Yeah, and you'll start planning things differently. Like, yeah. you know, if, if you want to be healthy, then the meals you plan for your family, like you'll just feel you'll feel more centered in the fact that like, yeah, of course we're going to have broccoli with dinner, even if somebody else is having macaroni and cheese, because that's what I need to eat. Right. So you're you're really in charge of taking care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. And you mentioned the free course that you have, what other kind of courses and, you know, offerings do you have for people? Yeah. So anyone can come take that course and that's just a really good entryway. So I'm just constantly, um, you know, trying to offer things that do get people from overwhelm to ease, like in various areas. And one of the things about the process, the planning process we have is we're really looking at all the different areas. So we're looking at food and wellness, it's called flow. So we're looking at food and wellness. That's the F we're looking at lifestyle, which is, you know, home and family and motherhood and all those areas. The O stands for OM, which is spirituality, self-care, quiet, like all those things. And the W is work. And so I feel like when we're really thinking about all these things, um, that creates a balance in itself. So we have a planner that takes you through all those steps. Um, Our program um, is basically a lot of accountability around like planning and the the planners for 90 days. So it's like really Mm -hmm. about leaning into 90 day seasons and, 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 having the space to sort of make the convictions that you want. And then also have that accountability. I was talking about have that support. Um, And within that, we sort of offer sort of more mini courses because we do like in our, in our flagship program, we're asking women to, to say yes for a year to themselves, because I, whether you're in our program or not, Mm -hmm. one of the other things I find about change is we want it really quickly. 
Yeah. Um, because it like, cause if we got this download, it feels so right. So we want it to happen like tomorrow. Right. But for most women, I think that if we, if we're really being kind to ourselves and caring, mm-hmm. we need to give ourselves more, like we need to give ourselves a year to make all sorts of changes because yeah. every season is different, right? Like it's different yeah. when our kids are in school or they're at home. It's different when, you know, it's winter or summer. It's different when we're in, you know, have small children, have older children or in, you know, menstruating every month or menopause, you know, like, it's just like, yeah. there's so many different seasons of our life of maybe, you know, COVID was a season. Maybe you have a sick family member, like all these different things. And so if we can start to really see how, despite what's our circumstances are, we can start mm-hmm. to lean into these things that we really want. Yeah. I find that that's really powerful. So for anyone just giving themselves the benefit of time. Yes. Like that's a self-nurturing act in itself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like life is such a journey and a process. And like you said, like there are different seasons. So we just need to be kind to ourselves too and know that it's not going to happen. And we also have a podcast. I forgot about that. So like the best, we have a podcast and we, we do a lot of free events. So, you know, we're constantly trying to just proof out this idea of going from overwhelm to ease in all the different categories. So I think the reason I started saying that story is we're, you know, we're all like some, some months we'll focus on meal planning. Some months we'll focus on business planning. Some months we'll focus on decluttering, but it's, it's always the same process. Mm -hmm. We're just having different flavors of it. Yeah. I love it. And where can people um, like find out more about this and stay connected? Yeah. So our website is plansimple.com. Um, and then we are plansimple.co on mostly I'm on Instagram or social media, but plansimple.com is where you can come get the course, sign up, see what's, see if there's any, um, events coming up. Um, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to share that in the show notes and everything. So people can stay in touch and get connected. Cause I mean, it just sounds like such a great resource. And, and I always love to ask like, how has being yourself just like impacted your success in your life? Mostly it's helped me. Like it, it has connected me to that feeling of calm. I think yeah. because when I was just trying to keep up with everything else, you know, keep up with the Joneses. I think it's a phrase. Like when I was just trying to keep up and do all the things, um, I didn't feel like myself. And so everything just felt so hard. And as Mm -hmm. I've stepped into being myself, I just feel like I'm a better business owner. I'm a better wife. I'm a better mom. I'm like kinder to myself. So it's just helped me just help me navigate the days in such a more, you know, such, such a better way. It just feels better. Yeah. Oh, I love that. The best drug. <laughs> yourself. <laughs> love it. And then what, um, what final message do you want to leave with people today? Yeah, just, um, I guess just this idea that, that there's totally a path for you, um, mm-hmm that's yours. And it's not that like each little piece feels easy in the moment, but you have that, like, once you, once you start exploring this path, it's just, it's almost like everything feels right, whether it's a good day or a bad day, it's like, everything feels right. So it's just worth it. It's worth it to start giving yourself that space Mm -hmm. to just dream and to, to let these thoughts come in your brain. 
And I know that we have come to know busy as a badge of honor, but busy is also a way for us not to know ourselves. And the more we can just like take away, shed little bits of that busy and come to know ourselves. Like it's just, it's so fulfilling. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm so glad that like you have found a way to just, you know, help yourself and help other women be not busy and to really just know themselves and to just have less overwhelm and more ease. So just thank you so much for everything you're doing and for sharing some of it with us today. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This has been such a pleasure. I loved Mia's journey. It shows us that checking all of the boxes of what we should be doing may not be the thing that works best for us. And I love that when she got quiet and got out of her own way, that all of these opportunities came to her. And I know that it can be scary to go towards the unknown, but could you imagine how much more amazing your life can be if you just made time for yourself and did the things that interest you and matter to you? Mia's proof that even if things don't make sense, it can happen and it can work out. So I hope that you connect with Mia and take her free e-course from overwhelm to ease so that you can start saying yes to yourself and learn how to plan simple and get into more flow. And did you find this episode helpful? I would love it if you shared it on Instagram and tagged me at beautifulchick and tag the podcast. It's time to be you podcast. It's time to plan for more ease. It's time to get quiet. It's time to be you.